Welcome to Any Way You Want It. I'm your host, Halen McDuff. I'm an LA-based coach for women who want to create lives based on desire. Here on the show, we like to have real conversations about sex, relationships, and life through talks with everyday people, experts, friends, and everything in between, I give you a plethora of options, different relationship models, new mindsets, perspectives, and paradigms. Listen for what sounds interesting to you and follow that. This is just the beginning of you having a life designed entirely from the specificity of your desire. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Any Way You Want It. Um, So I am just, I think I'm just on a roll here doing solo episodes. (laughs) Um, After I recorded my, the one a couple of weeks ago on Surrender, I just have been noticing in my daily life, I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, okay, that thing happened and I moved through that thing and I'm learning this and oh my God, the world needs to know about this. Like I am just really realizing um, how how much I have to say. I know, I know it's shocking for those of you who know me in my personal life, you know that I like to talk a lot. Um, and uh, so I, yeah, I am going to, like I said, in the surrender episode, um, you know, as often as I desire, I'm just going to be doing these solo episodes um, to share my thoughts on various desire-based topics. And so the topic that came to me today is about how to plan something big from a desire-based place. Okay. So I realized so this past weekend, um, myself and my friend Amy um, planned in partnership with, um, okay, we planned a, a baby blessing for my friend Ellie. And we did it in partnership with her mom, her amazing mom, Pam. And um, so that was just a couple of days ago. And, you know, coming down from coming off of that event um, and that beautiful celebration, like it was it was just beyond magical. (laughs) And um, one of the things, you know, because because I'm like, oh, you know, that's sort of just how things are for me, because that is how I've chosen to create my life. That is how my group of sisters and friends, like just how we live our lives. Um, it is, that's just how it is. Right. Um, but we got this really beautiful reflection from Ellie's mom, Pam, um, at the end of the baby blessing, you know, and she was just looking around at the circle of women and just, you know, really present to, to the energy that we had created and just the divinity that was present and just all that it was. And, you know, I could just feel it in her being, you know, as she reflected, like this kind of thing doesn't happen in the world. Like there are lots of places where women are gathering, right. Which is 
awesome on one level. And she was like this level of like depth and connection and truth and divinity and magic. Like this just does not exist in most places where women are gathering, like at that, at the level that it, that it was right at this baby blessing. And so that, that reflection really hit me, you know, I was like, whoa, yeah, I so, I so feel that. And, um, you know, I got present to like the years and years of practice and devotion and moving towards desire, right. That I've been inside of, and that my sisters, you know, the women who are in my life have been inside of, um, and, and really like what it takes to create a really special event that is based in desire. Right. And so, and not based in like, oh, well, here's how it has to be in the world. So we have to do it this way, you know? Um, so that's, and I realized I actually, I have a talent at, at bringing people together in this way, in a really magical way from desire, right. Rather than like, from what I think it needs to be like, or what the world says it needs to be like. And so today I want to share with you, like, how can you plan, um, plan any kind of like, you know, event or gathering? Um, I think you could even use this, like if you're like planning a, you know, planning a course or an initiative or really anything that you are planning. I want to talk today about like how you can actually make things happen inside of a plan and have it be desire-based and really magical and honoring the feminine, like all the steps that it takes. So I think I, I have it, I jotted down a couple little, little pieces for you. So there'll probably be, you know, I don't know, seven or eight or so things that I, that I walk you through today. Um, and, uh, yeah, and my hope is that you can actually take this and like, have it make a difference, you know, in the way that you are thinking about your projects and your plans. You know, if you're like, I have no idea where to start to like infuse desire, like listen to this. I think it's going to support you. Um, and I have a lot to say about this y'all. So buckle up my friends. Okay. Uh, so this one, oh, it might seem obvious, but I know that I didn't always do this when I was like planning events in the corporate world. So the first thing you got to do, if you are committed to bringing desire through in any event is that you have to start with desire. Okay. That is like step number numero uno, <laughs> start with the desire. And what I mean by that is not, don't start with like what you think you can have. Start with like, what is the wildest thing that you want? What do you, what does your heart yearn for in this experience? And let, like, just let it run wild. Like I, I recommend doing this like with a partner um, and, you know, just letting the ideas flow almost like a brainstorming, you know, but really like, oh, wait, I, there's this little tiny detail that I think I might want. Okay. Let's write it down. <laughs> or it would be so cool if when people arrive, there could be a such and such waiting for them, you know? 
Um, so let, yeah, let yourself run wild. Um, I remember, so I'll pull in some examples from the baby blessing, but also just like from this event, the slutty soiree that some of you might know about that I planned last year and just other things that, um, that I've planned and, you know, and I apply this too, like when I go on trips or things and I'm not totally clear, I'm like, okay, what are the desires? Start with that. That has to be the foundation, you know? And, um, so like, if I look at back at the slutty soiree, you know, I, part of feeling into the desire was like feeling the energy, like, Ooh, like what in me wants to be expressed through this? Oh my gosh. Um, what part of me wants to come out? Like what's the energy and the vibe of this, right? Um, like the slutty soiree was a very different energy than like an event I hosted earlier in the year, like a daytime event for my girlfriends, like, which was like a lingerie brunch. Like that was like a daytime event. Like, you know, it was all about like turn on and joy and gratitude and desire and like backing each other. And that was like its own amazing nutrient. Right. But it's a very different energy than like slutty soiree. <laughs> You know, like slutty soiree was like a little bit dark and there was some edge to it and some grittiness to it. And it, it was like a lower to the earth kind of energy. Um, and uh, yeah, it was like, again, very different. Right. But getting in touch with the energy of it um, and even just like for this baby blessing. Right. The energy of it was like, oh, we want it to feel really magical and classy and divine, right? And dropped in and full of sisterhood. And, you know, it's a daytime event. And, you know, mostly like we really wanted it to be um, magical, right? Just like my friend Ellie. And so that... Um, you know, we started conversations about that and, and, you know, we sort of went back and forth, you know, we were like, should we do two events? Like one is more of a, like, you know, tight knit group of women, like pouring attention onto Ellie's body. And then the other is a more traditional shower, you know, like we really thought about like, are there different, is this two different events? Cause you have to get clear on the intention at the beginning. That is so important. And if there are multiple intentions, that is okay. But you've got to look at like, do these actually resonate together? You know, so like a, uh, you know, a daytime event um, with like a bigger group of women, right. That wasn't going to be resonant for us to, um, you know, like have, have something that felt more like edgy, you know, like, it's like we had, we had to just, we had to really honor, okay, what is the energy that wants to like come through? You know, we're not going to be like, oh, let's have a baby blessing mixed with a sex party. You know, <laughs> like that's weird. Although most of my friends love baby blessings and sex parties, right? We're not going to bring like th two things like that. Um, 
into one event, right? Because the energy of it actually doesn't work, right? And I'm using these extreme examples. This is not even the conversation we were in for this baby blessing, but I'm using these extreme examples just to illustrate to you that like the intention is really important, right? So we wanted to create an environment that was like, um, you know, sort of like, uh, deeply connected to the divine and had some like sensuality in it and deep connection. Right. But it wasn't like, let's get like deep sexuality in here. Right. There's a difference. And so that all makes difference in, um, the, what follows. Right. But that's the first part is just the clarity of like, what is this in, what is the intention of this? How do we want people to feel right? What do we want the, what do we want to emanate inside of the experience when they're leaving that event? What is the feeling we want to leave them with, right? Everybody's going to get something different, but what do we want to contribute to the feeling and the vibe and the container that's going to allow whatever wants to come through to come through? Um, and you can apply this right to any, any event that you have, if you're creating a transformational event or a concert or whatever, even a craft night with your girlfriends, you can practice this. Like what is the actual desire, right? And what is the energy that we're creating here? Okay. So that's step number one. Step number two is, um, deciding on once you're clear with like, what is the intention? What's the vibe? What's the energy? What wants to come through? What are some of the desires? Then you have to look at like, what is the container that is going to hold this? Okay. And by container, I just mean like, what is the, what is the space? And this could be right. If you're doing something virtually, how do I want to create the virtual space? Um, and, you know, with an event, right, or a gathering, um, you might have an idea of like, oh, I'm going to do this event at my house. Okay, well, if that's the case, how do you want to set the ambience? Like, is this more of a daytime thing? Is this an evening thing? Like, how does it feel, right? And then how can you create the space based on that. So like, as an example for Ellie's uh, baby blessing, originally, like we were looking at different spaces. Like we were like, I mean, you know, do we want to do this at a restaurant? Like what are the, you know, and then we, as we were having these conversations, right. About venues, we realized, Oh wait, hold on. We need to backtrack to like, what is the actual desire? Because then like, you know, we can, we can figure out the container that will hold this. Right. But this wasn't the kind of event that was going to work at a restaurant. Right. Um, it just wasn't. And it was, it was more intimate than that. And then, um, you know, we had actually looked at, um, angel, my partner's space, you know, here in Santa Barbara, he has a beautiful healing space where he does his massage and Tantra work. And, um, we looked at that, right. But, uh, and it's an amazing space and it just like, 
I think for the amount of women we were going to invite and that, that the fact that we like wanted like food plus like the baby blessing and all, you know, all of that, it wasn't, um, it just wasn't big enough is that, you know, the honest thing. And it just, what it would have actually, we could have made it work, right. It it was a great option. Um, and in a world where we had no other options, like I totally think we could have had that, you know, work. And um, then another option appeared, right? So a, um, a woman that, uh, actually a client of, um, of my friend, Amy and Ellie's that, uh, she has this house in Ojai that's, you know, she just got it and she hasn't moved in yet. And, um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful space. And she offered the space to us. Right. And so then we got to look at like, Oh, okay, well, how does this, you know, how does this match with the intention of this event? You know, and it's like, oh, the house doesn't have furniture. How do we feel about that? And it's like, oh my gosh, actually, it's so perfect because like it it was really the a, a big enough container to hold the full desire. Right. And it actually had enough blank space that we could create inside of it. And so, you know, this is the other thing that um I'll just put as like a side note is that once you start moving the energy of the of a desire resources will just show up and you have but you have to be open to the form that they show up in right you can't say oh well i don't know we got this house offer but there's no furniture so i guess we can't make it work it's like no okay hold on a second this is incredible this is so generous you know and what can we create here oh we can just rent some tables for the backyard like no problem right um and for me with the slutty soiree right i start i was looking around at venues i was feeling into the energy right and then um yeah my amazing creative director talia was like oh my gosh wait what if we did it in my backyard right that's an amazing generous resource for her to offer to me you know and then we got to feel into that and it was like holy shit this would actually make everything so amazing like let's do it right so it is um yeah it's like really being open to what shows up and then matching it with like, Oh, does this match the energy of the desire? And, uh, and so, yeah, that was like just such a, such a gift. And, and so really you have to have a container though, something like where you can like visualize, Oh, this will hold, will this hold the energy of what we're trying to create here? Right. Even like I see this in um, angels again, angels, my partner, for those of you who don't know, I see this in angels, um, his massage practice. Right. He's like a getting a massage with him isn't just like, oh, I'm going to get a massage, you know, like a sweetest massage, whatever. Um, It's like you you're signing up for a spiritual experience where he's going to support you to like move your energy. Right. Obviously he's also literally touching your body. (laughs) Right. Um, And massaging your muscles, but it's like, it's also an energetic spiritual experience. Okay. And so he has a, a beautiful space that matches that experience. He actually, in order for people to have the experience that he's committed to, he has to have the container that is, that will really honor that, you know? 
And so, um, if he just had like, I don't know if he just like rented a room somewhere, like it would be fine. Right. People would have, I'm sure still a pretty good experience and it's just not the same thing, right. As going to this, like really magical, amazing massage. It's like a healing space, you know, that he has, that he has set up and there's crystals everywhere and plants. And, you know, he practices yoga in there to, to like support the energetic vibration of the space, you know, and, um, we meditate in there to support the, the energy of the space. And so that is, you know, that's another beautiful example I can think of, of like, you have the container is such a big part of the whole experience, you know? And even with your friends, if you're hosting like a little event, is it like, Oh, I want to put incense out. I want to like dim the lights. I want to put candles out. You know, I want to like create a whole vibe, right? That will support the energy. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's the next piece. So with the baby blessing, we got super clear on this container and we were like, Oh my gosh. And then from there, right. Once you have that, um, you know, then you can continue with, with planning, but the, the container is really the foundation for everything that's going to unfold. Um, so I think the next thing that I want to talk about are our resources. This is a this is a really big piece. So of course, if you have all the money in the world, right, you can just uh, get any resources that that you desire, and that is like not actually realistic, I think, for most people. And I also want to say that even if you have all the resources in the world, there's like a missed opportunity. If you do not look at the resources that are in front of you, that you can receive from the people in your life and your community. Okay. Because here's the thing, it's an energetic feedback loop. So people who are in your community, um, maybe who are like coming to your event or coming into your space, like they actually want to be a contribution. They, they get something in seeing you receive their support. But if you don't allow in that support, it's a missed opportunity. So again, even if you have all the money in the world, I say, still look around at the resources that you have. So, um, and that can all, you know, I think that also like supports the, um, people coming to this event, you know, like being clear with them, you know, about like, okay, is there a financial contribution that they need to make to come to the event? Are there other resources that we are, um, you know, that we are tapped into, right? So just like as an example for the baby blessing, Ellie's mom, Pam, was willing to pay for an amazing chef to cater the event, right? And so it was like so incredible because women simply got to like show up to the, the, the event and receive, and that was just the whole vibe of it. Right. Um, and it was so generous of her to, um, to provide that. Um, and that that's like, not, that might not be the case, right. For every single, um, 
you know, a, event or thing that you are planning, right? It's like, oh, it might actually be something where you're selling tickets to it, right? Like I was at the slutty soiree, for example. Um, you know, and so you just want to look at, like, get clear on, okay, what are the resources that are resources that are actually available to us? And then what am I asking of the people who are coming and, and from, again, from total desire. So one of the things that, um, you know, that we did with the baby blessing was like looking at, oh, okay, we need, we have this whole list of supplies that we need. And like, I could run around and get like, oh, I need five gallons of water and I need some roses and I need this and that and the other thing. But it's like me doing that is exhausting and it robs the people in my life of an opportunity to be a contribution, right? And so we just put out a call to all the women who were coming and said, hey, here's a list of things. We need 10 coffee mugs. We need 10, whatever, you know? And um, women were, are so, you know, so happy to contribute, but you actually have to be a leader in that. That is the biggest thing. You have to be a leader in that. And you have to see the opportunities where other people can plug in, right? You can't just say, oh, like, feel like if I, if we were like, oh, feel free to just bring whatever you want to contribute to the baby blessing, people would be like, what the fuck are, what do you even need? Right. <laughs> you have to be a leader and be clear with people. Um, so, uh, yeah. And that's like, I mean, you know, that's, that is for literally anything that you're planning. So resources are so important. Take stock of what you need. Look to see what is in your world. Make clear requests. Keep track of it and just be a leader around it, you know, and you'll be amazed. Oh, my God. Like people are so generous. People are so generous. Right. Which is a reflection of, you know, I'm I'm generous. Right. I'm generous with my resources and my time um, and my attention. And therefore, like, I'm surrounded by a community who is also very generous. So if you're looking around and you're like, I don't see any generosity, right? Start with yourself. Where are you being stingy or where are you being generous? Um, and be a contribution. Okay, so yeah, resources, super important. Um, and then I think like, there's another piece here that I want to throw in, which is like, keep checking in on the desire. It's not just like, oh, have one conversation and then, um, you're good to go. It's like, once you get, you know, like a venue dialed in and you get all of the, um, you know, all like some of the pieces coming together, it's like, okay, check back in on where are we with our desire? What new desires are unfolding based on the venue and with resources and everything that we know. Okay. Um, so like I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had another conversation with Ellie about the baby blessing, you know, cause I, I was starting, like, we knew we wanted to be deeply connected and, you know, divine and really honoring, right. We could feel the energy of it. And I wanted to just get even more clarity. Like we're, we were planning a ceremony. And so I wanted to get clarity on like, what are like some of her desires for the ceremony and like, creating an experience where she could really be held in that. And so I checked in with her again. And again, it's the same process of like, oh, 
what are all your desires? Tell me more. <laughs> and, um, oh, and this time, you know, she was so generous. She was like, I really want a flower crown. And oh my gosh, thank God, right? Telling the people in your life what you actually desire is one of the most generous things that you can do. Because I'll be honest, right? My eyes were, you know, my attention was on a lot of details. And I don't know if I would have realized she wanted a flower crown if she had not told me. <laughs> and so in doing that, right, she was just setting me up to win, right? I'm like, oh, flower crown. Okay, great. Tell me more about the colors, right? And then I was able to like go on a whole journey to find her this amazing flower crown. But if she never was generous to tell me that, then I can't win, right? So this goes like always, like if you are planning an event for someone Take the time to listen and check in on their desires on a regular basis. And if you are the one being planned for, be generous, get in touch with like, oh, if I could have anything, what would I have? Right. And ask for it. The worst thing that can happen is that you ask for it, you get in touch with a desire and it doesn't happen in this moment. And then you get to have that desire and you get to hold it. And maybe it comes, you know, maybe you get to have it. I don't know, a year from now or two years from now or whatever. Right. Um, so being open to the form that it shows up in, um, <clears throat> yeah. So as the, there's like, you know, additional check-ins just, I think, um, in general throughout the process that you got to do, you know, like as, as the slutty soiree was getting closer, it was like, oh, we want to order decor and we want to get the florist and, oh my gosh, the catering menu finalized and all these things. Right. And as all the details come together, it's like, you actually have to keep rooting yourself back into desire. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see what's next. Um, do, do, do. Yeah. I think the next thing that I want to talk about, um, is making decisions based on feeling. So there are anytime you are planning something, right. You have 9 million decisions to, to make, right. So whether you're yeah, planning, planning a, a baby blessing or, or like a wedding or just a transformational event. Right? There's so many decisions and there's a lot of places from which you can make decisions. You can make decisions based on uh, a budget. You can make decisions based on what makes sense. You can make decisions based on uh, what you think you should do. <laughs> and so you got to be clear with yourself about where you are making decisions from. Okay. And of course there might be some things you need to be grounded in, right? Like a budget. Okay. And, um, you want to do it based on feel that's what I want to offer you, right? You can do it however the hell you want to, but the way I do it is based on feel. So as an example, right, I had this flower crown thing that I was working with and, um, I, called around to a, um, a few shops here in Santa Barbara. And like, they just weren't like, they were okay. Right. But they just sort of felt like these like old school shops that had just been around forever. And I couldn't feel them. Like I just, it didn't like feel amazing. And so of course they could do flower crowns for me, but I was just like, this is not it. Like I want to, when I get this flower crown, I want to just be like, fuck yeah, 
we're doing it, you know? And I just didn't get that hit from a cu- the couple I talked to. So I kept, you know, talking around and I asked a few girlfriends here in Santa Barbara. I was like, do you know, like florists or have any ideas of where I could get a flower crown? Then I got a referral. I got on the phone with this amazing guy, Ruben, and he just felt so good. And he was like, tell me about the vibe. Give me some adjectives. Do you have a picture of her? He was so turned on and I could feel that. Right. And so it was just like such an immediate yes for me. And it felt so good. So if you slow down into every single detail like that, right, that makes a huge difference in the energy of the event. You can feel, you can literally feel the love. The same thing with the caterer, right? I had a conversation with her where I felt like, okay, what is the vibe that we want? What are we trying to emanate? What are we trying to create? How do we want people moving around the space? Like, oh, what do we want it to be like, right? And I was able to translate that to her, right? And then it just felt so good because she met me there. And she's like, oh, let's do a high tea theme. And how do you, what do you think about this? And I was like, oh my gosh. And, and then I said, can we make a mocktail? And she's like, yes. And I just had this whole vision of like, you know, I want them to have that when they get, when they're welcomed in, you know, and just all of these pieces. So it's, um, yeah, it's important to like, when you're making decisions, obviously, right, there might be some places where you do have to stay grounded in like a budget or a time frame or something. You got to honor that, but don't let that be the place from which you choose from. Choose based on feel, feel. Okay, then let's see what the next piece is. And then I think the last piece is like, uh, to, um, to really look at how you want people to be held in the, uh, in the event. So you got to have an idea for like how you want it to flow and what's going to happen and who's going to be leading it, right? Who's actually holding the energy. So like in this, you know, in the case of the, um, the, the baby blessing, right? My friend, Amy and I were sort of like supporting the flow of the event. So it's like telling people, oh, the bathrooms are over here. And, oh, here's a craft table over here. We're making this craft for Ellie. And, um, you know, here's where the food is here. Oh, okay. Now we're transitioning to the circle, right? Now we're leading the circle. We figured, you know, we, we sort of figured out like, okay, you're going to lead this part of the circle. I'm going to lead this part you know, and, um, and Ellie's mom was, you know, helping, you know, making sure the craft table was happening. And right. There's just like, there's a way where you get to have your attention out on what's actually, um, how you want people to be moving through the experience and people need to be told what to do. (laughs) Even if you're just having like a casual party, right. It's like, oh, take your shoes off, have a seat over here, right? They seem like basic things, but it's um, the more you can have your attention out on the experience and how you want women to be held, the, the more, the more beautiful experience they're going to have, right? And then you can actually drop into, um, 
you know, a, if, if your desire is for it to feel sacred, right, you can actually drop into that. But if women aren't held and there's a lot of energy about like, what needs to happen and where am I supposed to go? And where's the bathroom or whatever, right? It's like, that distracts from the intention. So you want to have all of the details handled so that people are just like, oh, I just feel so held, right? Light your incense, lower the lights, put the candles on. And um, yeah, and then also get support with that too. You know, like it's, you don't have to do this alone. You know, it's like Amy and I at the shower, right? With the baby blessing, we were, you know, like checking in with each other and like, oh, what do you think about moving to this thing and this thing? Right. It's like, it's just helpful to have multiple eyes on, you know, on something. Right. Um, if you're like at a birthday party, you know, um, one of the things we like to do in my community is to have a space where women, um, you know, if it's your birthday, like you receive, receive reflections from the community, right. Really just like being seen, and that kind of thing isn't going to just like start unless somebody actually holds it and is a leader and takes, you know, takes the reins. So, um, yeah, so that's just another thing to like, think about is like, okay, who wants to, who wants to hold this? How do we want to hold it? Um, and what is the overall experience we are guiding people through like picture when they walk in, what's it going to be like, and then what happens and then what happens? Um, and then just dial in all the details, right. And get the support you need for, um, for that, to create that experience that you want. All right. Um, I think that's really it, you know, and I, I love creating rituals and, um, bringing that to every, you know, most events that I post these days have some sort of a ritual, Maybe I'll do, I think that requires a whole separate podcast, actually. Now that I'm just talking it out, I'm like, I could talk for a whole hour about how to create a ritual. <laughs> so if you're interested in that, shoot me a little DM on Instagram, let me know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's sort of all, all of these pieces. This is a really good foundation, I think, for you to start creating events and making plans and um, just planning based on desire. So again, uh, the first piece was starting with desire, right? Getting all the desires out, not holding back. The next piece was looking at container, like really deciding what is the container for this, for this event. Um, and then the next thing was looking at resources, right? Really the generosity that it is and the energy exchange that it is to rely on resources and ask for resources and support in your network, in your community. The next piece was like coming back to the desire, checking in on it regularly, um, and then the next piece was, uh, yeah, making decisions based on feeling yes, not on other compensatory things you think you should be doing right. Based on feeling if that's the orientation you choose, which I recommend. Um, and then the last piece was like having a clear vision for how you want to hold this event and deciding, you know, who's going to hold, how's it going to go stepping into your leadership through that. So, um, I hope that this, um, yeah, that this podcast was, uh, was supportive for you, you know, for those of you who have desire to create things and 
experiences based on desire. Um, and, uh, you know, it's really just comes down to getting in touch with your feminine. And for those of you who have desire to get deeper in touch with your feminine, um, I am inviting you to join me in my cocoon program, which starts in this June. Um, and it is just, it is a deep dive into like really being held by other women in community so that you can learn to surrender and let go and, and see how your desire emerges from there. And so if you're in this conversation, like, I don't know, like, I think I want to do an event, but I don't even know where to start with my desire, right? Or I want to get more clear on my desires, or I want to bring more sacredness, right, to my life. Um, I'd love to have a conversation with you about Cocoon. Um, so you can read more about it on my website. And you can also, uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, and then you can also book a call with me at um, talkwithkaylin.com. I would love to hear about your desire. All right, everybody. Let me know if you have any questions about this particular episode. Shoot me a DM. I am sending you so much love. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you got something from this episode, please share it with someone in your life and pop on over to iTunes to give us a five-star review. I'm so committed to more people custom creating their sex, relationships, and lives from desire. And this podcast is a big part of that. If you have ideas for the show or want to learn more about working with me as a coach, head on over to my Instagram at Kaylin McDuff or my website, kaylinmcduff.com. See you next time.